Hey guys, today's episode is brought to you by Dopeboo.com. Dopeboo.com is an online head shop that is remarkably convenient and highly curated. Whether you're after the perfect bong, newest vape, dab rig, or good old fashioned glass pipe, Dopeboo.com has got you covered. Check out their huge stock of Stores and Bickle, Grav Labs, Empire Glassworks, The China Glass, and so many more. Dopeboo.com offers fast and free shipping, discreet packaging, and excellent customer service. Remarkably convenient and highly curated. That's the Dopeboo experience. Visit Dopeboo.com today. Bye. Podcast listeners, you are listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users, brought to you by thestonermom.com. I'm the Stoner Mom, aka Catherine, and I'm joined, as always, by my wonderful husband, David, who's already hitting the bong. What? We are parents to four and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, relax, and talk about cannabis, our lives, pop culture, and more. What's up, homie? Nothing. How are you? You're my husband. Yeah, I love you. We're feeling very affectionate today. I, I, we are. Where's this coffee you claimed to have poured me? I thought I brought it to you. No? It's not here. Oh, got it. Hold on a minute. Um. So now I have my coffee. That's my drink yeah. that we've poured. Yep. What are you drinking, baby? I'm drinking um, the last of some bourbon and ginger beer. The last of some bourbon. Yeah. You're going to have to get more bourbon. I don't know. We have so much vodka and gin, too. So it's just like, really? You can't drink that. You've tried. You tried just a couple weeks ago. You tried. I don't know. And you were like, Ugh, I can't drink this. We'll see. I need a dark drink. He drinks dark drinks. Mm-hmm. Bourbon is his drink. That's my drink. It gets I my... guess we're in libation corner since we're completely talking about being libated. Libation corner. We did go to <laughs> our friendly neighborhood bar that we've been yep. frequently frequenting more often it's our neighborhood bar um and we have stoner mom meetings there we have and we have venny and creative meetings which we had today and i mean it was pretty good it went better than i expected i got some answers and we (laughs) you know usually i smoke weed beforehand and then we go there and we eat something fried and drink what do we have today fish and chips yes and onion rings and it was delicious that is living the life. Right Man, there. I'll tell you what. We, and <laughs> it sounds like we're eating like pigs, but we're really not eating just, that much because we're fasting constantly. Well, yeah, that is. Right. <laughs> we're trying. Now that you're doing it, I'm yeah. like way more like, uh, I'm really doing it now. Oh, I'll do it. You better watch it. Um, But anyway, this is how, so two Sundays a month we have, wait, no, we have. Yeah, two Sundays a month. Like every other Sunday. We have um, kid-free. Yeah. So we like to drink a lot. Get stuff done. Smoke a ton of weed and make a lot of content. Yeah, be super productive, which we have been. We've been extremely productive. It's Labor Day weekend also. So tomorrow we have the same thing. My kids are going to be... Oh, it's 420, you guys, right now. Yes. David has a... Speaking of libation, so I am smoking out of a gorgeous brand new bong by dopeboo.com. I think it's by their in-house glass it people. It is. Oh, my God. And their in-house glass Boo people. Glass. It's so good and this thick and heavy. It's fucking gorgeous. I'll put it up on Instagram. It's amazing. I have to clean it, though, because I've already used it a lot today. 
Um, and it's just one, it's a showpiece for sure. I love it. Yeah, I'm, really I'm giving away yeah. one of them to my house Van Eaton members. We're having yep. a giveaway over there. Just one of the perks of being a member. Pretty cool. Um, and then I also, so I'm smoking, this is Blue Dream. Oh, do you like it? I do. It's got me very stoned. I haven't smoked it in a long time. Oh, we have and a, a also, lot of it. I know we do. We do. I'm also dabbing. Um, and I have some coffee. I, um, last night we went to this thing called Puff Pass Paint yes. here in Denver, Colorado. And it's where you go and you be around stone people and they paint paintings. Um, mm-hmm. They all paint, paint. But anyway, before we went, Catherine kept urging me like, you should pack your own stuff. You should pack your own stuff. And I was like, what? I don't know. Okay. And then I was like, I'm going to do that. So I marched down to my grow room and I pulled stuff off the shelf and mixed up like a like an alchemist. Yes. Some special weed blend. And which I, was? I did purple now and later, which is an indica. And I did hemp. I did it from my favorite hemp plant called Cutie, which there's zero classification for. We have no, and we don't have anything for hemp yet. But anyway, I, that's one that I really like. And man, I mixed them together and I found out I could smoke the shit out of that. Never get high, but be high. Yes. Do you know what I mean? What are you doing here? Bouncing down. <laughs> um, so that that's what I discovered. What about you? Um, I I don't even know what I smoked last night. I got really high though. Mm. But I anyway. think you smoked Rainmaker, which fucked me up. Like I think it was just out of your special bong that you had. It that was Rainmaker. That's jacked, right. Jacked me up hardcore. Sorry. I was like, <laughs> anyway, that's what we're smoking. I don't know what I'm dabbing. Something new ish. Oh, I'll tell you what I'm smoking. You guys, I'm smoking blue dream, but I'm only smoking a tiny bit of it. And, and then in the rest of the bowl, I've been putting all of this keef from David's broke ass, super old grinder. There's all this <laughs> weird keef in there from all these high CBD strains. So I don't even get it. It's, nice though and it's do you like it yes honey do you hear how stoned i am and it's just like the beginning of the show and it's this keef stuff i'm smoking sounds like you i'm gonna smoke all of it and i'm gonna be all over my computer oh oh god oh so anyway guys that's libation yeah that's libation What? So what's going on with you guys? Um, it's Labor Day. Yeah, it is. We're getting high. We don't have kids tomorrow. We have all the kids Tuesday. Doing so much work. School. Uh, we went to Puff Pass Paint. We went to Puff Pass Paint. That was interesting. Um, what did, did you enjoy yourself? I didn't like my painting. I don't I like either. the subject. Yeah. That's the thing is like, you don't get to, I mean, you could, there was one guy that just painted what he wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and his painting was amazing. It was really good. Um, it was like a weird skyline. It was like a kind of like a Southwestern skyline with like the sun setting with crazy vibrant colors and the atmosphere with the fucking silhouettes. They of really cactuses. need to put the painting up higher so yeah. everybody can see it. Um, I think that would help a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because if you don't like your painting, then you're like, uh, whatever. 
So I think the key component that was missing is when you first start out, you're supposed to like you're doing it in layers, right? Like you're putting layers upon layers. And when he's doing the shapes, I, if you had the painting to look at as a reference, you'd be like, you would have been oh, like cloud shape. Yeah, you would have been like, oh, these are clouds. Yes. Okay, I gotta like think about where Make I put them round. These. Yeah. So anyway, but that's not what happened. Uh-oh. <laughs> whatever um we're just we're both depressed about our paintings yeah i mean this is like a bummer you know because i've seen paintings Catherine has brought in home for that and i'll be like wow not bad you know yeah I but this that. one was like <laughs> <laughs> i know it's um man it'd be nice if you could like go to the website and see a picture yeah. of what it would be that month or whatever yeah um maybe you can or that know. week or e- even but um so we did that. What and else? It is always else? interesting to watch uh, people come coming in from out of town and getting high yeah. and just experiencing getting high. Exactly. And legally. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It I is. mean, in fact, I mean, like the whole class was, they were actually surprised we were from Colorado. So The whole class was? No, the check-in <laughs> person was. Oh, yes. That person was. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so yeah, things have not been very exciting. Not really. No, we've just been working a lot, and um, I've had um a few strangler um strangler. St- that's probably not the right word. Straggler, <laughs> straggler, <laughs> not stranglers, straggler. Um, back to school things, meetings that have had to take place at my children's school. So stragglers, not stranglers, and um. That's it. Yeah. So I had to go to one of those and that's really not very interesting at all. So (laughs) (laughs) I don't have anything. Do you? Let's not talk about our personal life this week then. All right. I got nothing. It's not very interesting. Um, Yeah. There's not been anything. (laughs) That's what life is like sometimes. Oh, oh, Donald Glover released his uh, album, his last video for when he's saying goodbye. You were saying like Childish Gambino, right? Oh, well, yeah, it was for the summertime song. Um, It's an animated video and it has like all these rap people in it. Um, Go check it out. It's kind of sad. He's just walking. It gives you a sad ass vibe, dude. Stone conversations with. Blavid and Catherine. And you're Blavid. I'm Blavid. That's Blavid. That's me. And you're Catherine. <laughs> and we're about to go on our new series here where oh, last week I'm too stoned already. Last week Catherine gave me the subject of educating her on MTV my experience with MTV when I was an adolescent growing up. Yes. And to kind of convey to you like this is what I experienced with MTV. Correct? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm here today to do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, are you stoned? Yes, I'm very stoned. I'm going to have to use your notes to look, to remind me what to say. Is that okay? Of course. Okay. Okay. So I'm ready to begin. Are you ready to listen? take it in? Okay. So <laughs> when I was young, I oh, would no. say when I was yeah. about, I don't know, 12, maybe 13, um, cable TV like came into my life. Okay. And I remember that they hooked up cable that day right. and we had like a cable TV box where you had to like have all these numbers on it. You put in to go to the channel you want. You had to know what channel you want. You and they know what channel. No, it just was like, and there was a guide and it was like number 19 is MTV and number whatever right. is this. So I watched MTV. Okay. And I, my upbringing through MTV was amazing. Like, I saw I saw the primordial beginnings of it 
Okay, I saw it all. So I'm going to start off with the original VJs that I am familiar with was Mark Goodman, Nina Blackwood. I don't know who any of those people JJ are. Jackson, Martha Quinn. I know who that is. And Alan Hunter. Of course, you know who Martha Quinn is because she was the most po- she was voted the most popular VJ of all time on MTV. Okay, by some okay, place. Anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> the same place that gave us our award-winning podcast place. So, um, so arbitrary made up. Oh. Yeah. So they were all like different personalities. <laughs> like Nina Blackwood was like a Pat Benatar kind of like okay. chick, you know, rough. And Mark Goodman was a good rough. was a good guy. Well, no, I mean, like she could like, hey man, I I could punch a guy in the face. Whoa! <laughs> okay. And I and I love rock and roll. Mark Goodman was a good guy. JJ uh, Jackson was an African American dude who was like Venus Flytrap from WKRP in Cincinnati. Martha Quinn was the emo chick girl, and Alan Hunter was the blonde semi mullet having good guy blonde guy <laughs> and they were the vjs and they wow. would <laughs> you would I don't just know any of these fuckers. you would just flip on mtv during the day and they'd be playing videos and then every once in a while they'd be like hey i'm nina blackwood and rock on bitch <laughs> you know <laughs> and then um but you couldn't say bitch back then no but it would just be rock on i love it so they you know and then you'd see some more videos like, let's check out Hugh Lewis in the news, you know, and see what they came out with. So they would all like, but their personas would introduce like, it was the beginnings of genre, like, right. this guy represents this and this right. lady represents that. Absolutely. Okay? Like p- that Matt Penfield guy. Exactly. So which we're going to talk about here in the near future. We so, are. Did I say his name right? Yep. Is that really his you name? You sure did. So some of the have. notable videos that I like that it influenced me as a young man. <laughs> yes. Was Sig Sig Sputnik's Love Missile F one eleven? I don't know what the hell that is. Okay, okay, well, Sig Sig Sputnik was like like Neo. You know, it was all like electronic, like the Bumblebee song. I don't know that song. Yeah, you do. Do I? Is it a kid song or something? No, it's a classical piece. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Flight of the Bumblebee? Yes. No, no. No, no. No, no, no nothing like that. It sounded like It's that. like 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 a like a techno beat, like it's techno, but the beginning's techno. And it was just like shoot 'em up, shoot 'em up. And it was like the beginning of like mixing weird sounds uh-huh. together and shit. So, not quite scratching on the DJs, gotcha. like, you know, mixing shit up and gotcha. sampled like uh uh uh, you know. <laughs> Okay, and then I also enjoyed David Lee Ross. I'm just a gigolo. Is he outside in that video? No, he's wearing like a tuxedo, he, all white, and he's got a top oh, hat, and he's like, I'm oh. just a gigolo, you know, and he's like dancing, dancing with a stick, and he's got like oh, Captain Lou Albano, I believe, is in it from the Cindy Lauper area. Uh, I don't know. There's everybody's in it, and he's just like, he's. It's just a. I thought it was very colorful and wonderful. Okay. Okay, and then um. That's really, those are some noticeable, notable ones that I, that stand out in my mind. I really enjoyed those. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Okay. I have the luxury also of being involved from MTV from the early 80s to the mid to late 90s. And I just stopped. Okay. Okay. So another thing that I remember um, about MTV was MTV kind of came into our home and, and became <laughs> the first media thing to be a part of our Christmas when we were children. <laughs> oh so, my, that is like the opposite of my house. Wow. They had like live on MTV on Christmas Eve, they had a whole like video that aired. Brian Adams wrote a song called Reggae Christmas. 
Okay. And it was, oh yeah, we're having a reggae Christmas. <laughs> and then, then they all like all it was the video was all these famous people Why? at the MTV studios and Mark Goodman and Nina Black and all them are doing the fucking train, like dun 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 dun. And they're singing the song, We're having a reggae Christmas, and Pee Wee Herman's in the video. And you know, we watched it on Christmas Eve, so it was very like, wow, look at this. We're welcoming a television channel into our, our lives. Okay. Mm, that's a wonderful memory. Yeah. So a few years later, skip ahead, and I'm like in college now. I'm watching 120 minutes, okay? Okay. And this is when I'm watching this is a special show. It's 120 minutes long. And it was late at night, like eleven o'clock at night, and you would watch Matt Penfield talk about all the like weird music that not everybody listens to, but that's cool. You know, that's not quite mainstream. Nirvana, actually, their video, um, I think it was Smells Like Teen Spirit, came out of 120 Minutes and it became so fucking crazy popular they just said, fuck it, you can't have it anymore. It's on main main MTV. Yeah. So you would see things like Jesus and Mary Chain, The Stone Roses, Kate Bush videos, <laughs> Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Weezer and Dinosaur Jr. Okay. Wait, why is Weezer <laughs> because, in this? Because Weezer was like alternative. This is like an alternative music. I know what 120 minutes is. I'm, where I'm up to date now. Okay. This is where I stepped in. Yes. So this is where we cross paths. And mm -hmm. one of my favorite songs and videos was from a band called XTC. Um, and it was wow. a, a trio yes. of super musicians and one of them, Andy Partridge, who was the main guy and they was, they like were openly atheist and they were, t they were a song called Dear God, which is very popular. And, um, but Andy Partridge had a severe anxiety issues and, and couldn't, they had their brain had to quit because he could not perform on stage. It oh gave God. him intense anxiety. No, no duh, dude. So he had to stop. For um, real. But they wrote some great music. I felt like, um, Okay, and then moving forward... Don't into, you feel like now you can just be a musician and not have to perform live at all? Yeah, you can just do it from your bedroom. Yeah. Um, so, and then talking about some other genres that I loved, there was... Uh, I'm sorry, there was the animated stuff. There was Aeon Flux, which was like a futuristic, like future, like in the future, alien future spy. And she was a woman and she like was a spy and she did all this fucking acrobatic shit. They made a movie out of it with Charlize Theron as Aeon Flux mm -hmm. based on this. Anyway, it was weird. It was like a French animated thing. And then there was also Beavis and... She doesn't really wear clothes. Yeah. She wears like that. stuff that barely covers her private parts up, but yeah. she's like running around. It's very, it's that. It's very weird. I, I like it. So there's Beavis and Butthead, and then there was Daria. And I liked Daria. I thought Daria, Beavis and Butthead drove me nuts. I, I hated it. I didn't understand why everybody loved it. Um, the characters drove me nuts. Um, I couldn't watch it. It made me anxious. And um, I liked Daria, though, because Daria had some real actual <laughs> stories you could follow. <laughs> you liked Daria. I liked Daria, and I liked Beavis and Butthead. And I have a memory of, like, like one of the first times I watched Beavis and Butthead, like, I was like cry laughing and trying to be so quiet because I could, I was, MTV was not fucking allowed in my house. <laughs> you were not allowed to fucking watch it at any time, mm -hmm. especially not fucking Christmas. Are you kidding? Oh my God, the right? only time I was ever able to watch MTV, like with my father's presence was a Weird Al Yankovic marathon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and my dad really loved those videos. <laughs> oh, man. They were good. I'm glad. Your father had a good sense of humor. 
other than that, no way, no how. So I had to watch everything. But then eventually I had a TV in my room and stuff. And then you could watch whatever the hell you wanted to. Yeah. I anyway, can. you continue. Okay. So one of the other things about MTV in my past that we both have like accepted one another, another <laughs> as lovers forever. Yes. Is that when I first met you, somehow during a conversation, one of us, probably you, started referencing or singing a song from the Syphil and Ollie show on MTV. Yes. And that was a show, I'm going to say in the 90s, the early 90s, which was just made up of sock puppets. And they were, they had interesting characters like, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Precious Roy. Um, Chester. Chester. Syphil and Ollie are sock puppets. Yeah. Well, everybody's a sock puppet. And it's the funniest show ever. They had like a <laughs> uh, thing. Silly. They had a show called Calls from the Public yes. where they'd take, you know, people would call in from the public and say stuff and they'd answer in a funny way. And then they also had the all-time favorite fake blood is, you know, and, you know, it was all about like he's a vampire, but he's practicing to be a vampire and he's not drinking blood, he's drinking fake blood. And then they launched into <laughs> an entire song about fake blood. I'm probably going to, we've had, we've talked about it on here before, scarily enough, and we've actually had the song in the thing, so I'll insert it here. And anyway, it's a great song. <coughs> So anyway, that was that. And you knew all about that, which made me love you profusely and know that you're just... The one for you. You're going to be my wife forever. You were like, did you just make a syphil and all your It's like, oh my God. Well, I love See, you. I, I feel like I, syphil, I watched that when I was in like middle school, like somehow. Okay. And that's when I would really just like watch MTV like at night when the whole house was asleep. Yeah, because that was like late night weird. Yeah. But it wasn't like it was dirty. It no, was, there were, they no. Didn't, it was just strange, weird stuff, right? Yeah. But it, but oftentimes extremely funny. So, okay, the next thing I'm going to bring up is um, a little story I'm going to tell you. When uh -huh. I was in my 20s and uh -huh. I lived in the great state of Arizona. Okay. And um, I decided for no real reason one night to take acid and watch the real world <laughs> Boston Marathon. <laughs> um, I took it with one of my coworkers. I owned a clothing store and one of the people who worked for me, um, we decided we were going to do acid and we were doing acid and um, it was a girl, but it wasn't anything at all sexual. She was just an employee. And um, I did acid, and her roommates were at her house, and we were. I started to kick in for me, and I looked out at my car, and there was people having a f fist fight around oh. my car. Wait, but they weren't really. They were, and like I was like scared to death. To Why get does shit like that always have to happen when someone's doing acid? I don't know, man. It it is. And then her roommates were <laughs> freaking out about something else. But the real world Boston Marathon was on. So I started watching it by myself because I was just like, you guys go have your fit and freak out and leave the house or whatever. And I'll wait until the f battling subsides around my vehicle. So <laughs> I watched a few episodes of the real world Boston. I really felt like I really understood who this Genesis girl was. <laughs> and I was really concerned for her well-being. I was like, she's not doing good, man. I hope she's going to be okay. Finally, I looked out the window and the fighting had stopped in my car. So I ran to my car and I like, like on the outside, there were still people milling about. So I kind of like took like a 30 foot radius around my car, snuck around it, and then ran to my car as fast as I could and drove in and drove off to my house. Right. Which apartment. And it was there that I continued to watch the real world marathon <laughs> into the night on my computer. Nonetheless, I had like a computer and I had to like, I could, I interneted in to watch it. 
Um, and I was, I watched the whole, anyway, and then I watched the sun come up and I, and I fell asleep and then I woke up and I, I was like, wow, <coughs> I can't believe I watched all, so much real world marathon. And that was really it. So, I mean, it wasn't that exciting. Looking back, it was dumb. Right. Um, you know, there was a lot of weirdos on the show. There was Cyrus, there was Montana, there was Adam, and Adam was a drag queen that Genesis fell in love with, and then people were like, I thought you were a lesbian, and she was like, maybe I'm bisexual. You know, and it was that kind of drama. So anyway, I was like, that was a waste of my time. <laughs> and then the, then the last <laughs> thing that I... Um, remember about MTV when I was growing up was there was a game show called Remote Control. And Remote Control consisted of uh, the host named Ken Ober, who was a dark, curly-haired guy. Uh-huh. And Colin Quinn was a sidekick. And Colin Quinn was a comedian. He was an Irish comedian. He was hilarious. He was on Saturday Night Live for a while. Um, he's hilarious. And he just sits there and smokes and tells horrible jokes the whole time. But um, it was an interesting show because they would basically, it was like sort of like... Jeopardy, only they just ask you straight up trivia questions. And it what you don't have to answer it like a what is it was just, you know, who answers this first? And the TV channels were different genres of questions asked. So there was many famous and up and coming contestants on there that launched their career, like Adam Sandler and Dennis Leary were on that show, Remote Control. And that's all that I remember about MTV because once they quit showing videos and they started showing so many um like I watched really? the Osbournes and all of that, and I loved it, but then it was like, I'm done. All right. The end for me. That's it. That's what I got. Okay. Well, I like it. Thank you. <laughs> you answered my question fully. Good. Was it interesting at all, or did you learn anything? Yeah. I didn't know a, a lot of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, it's in the, in the big series of everything about you i mean it doesn't really matter yeah well i'm just saying that's like how it's traveled through my life you know in my adolescence i mean you know that's it was always around in those capacities i gotcha okay okay well what about next week okay next week it's your turn to answer a question and here's my question for you okay okay Okay, there is a series of measurements oh no for uh where a civilization lands oh. on the scale oh, yes, yes, of yes. technology. Of course, yes. And, and what's it called? Do you know? I don't remember what okay. it's called, but I know I, what you're talking about. I don't remember what it's called either, but I want you to explain to me. All of those. All of the different. Like, Absolutely. And we're talking about like. That'll be so fun. You capture the power of your star that powers your solar system. And the then fi- the next. That's the final step. Yeah. And it's um, it's like the Dyson something no that's a totally different thing oh okay well anyway it's like a scale anyway you know what i'm talking about yeah next week the name of the scale is the guy's name so that's why we don't remember it and you will tell us what that is next week and you will walk us through what it means and you will give us examples of what it would have to be like if the earth civilization reached some kind of it'd be like the fucking expanse in like the second i think uh phase but we're just in like the first phase Right. We're not even, we're, we're nothing. So give us examples. Okay. Because I feel you're right. The expanse is better. But that's, that's a, so fun. You, I love that. You topic. like that one, right? I do. All Good right. job. Thank you. All right. Listen, our letters. 
Do you have a song for listener letters that you use? Listener, listener letters. No, honey, I just, you just put, but you listen, put in songs. Right? I put in hip hop like mixtapes, like I in love between that. lines, and Perfect. they're very good. That's what I want. But I mean, like, I'm trying to make them so they're more like when you hear this sound, it that means it's listener letters, you know? Gotcha. Um, okay, well, you guys. Email us at momanddaughterstoned at gmail.com. We just might feature your question on the show. We just might. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to burp several times. Oh, my gosh. You okay? Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. Today's question is, let's play a little game called Have You Ever? For as long as I have been watching the show and listening to your podcast, I have wondered, one, have you ever had too much weed? Have you ever greened out? That's what it's called. I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. Um, and number two. Should I read number two? Yeah. Have you guys ever fought or had any kind of disagreement over weed? <laughs> yes. Daily. <laughs> oh, my God. You are <laughs> crazy. All right. Number one. Never. Um, have you ever had too much weed? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, we've both had too much edibles experiences. Yeah. Like hardcore. Yeah. And David has absolutely had too much weed. There was a whole phase of the stoner mom where he couldn't really partake. No. And I mean, people really understood that my husband grew weed and stuff for me, even though he doesn't use it. Yeah. But but lately it's been I mean like and I've been through this before where I have a bit of a tolerance I can stand it and, yeah and I mean but then I get the beneficial things from like I mean like right now I know that I'm stoned but I feel great I mean like I just I'm so well, happy and positive and, like we said earlier he made this wonderful mix just based on his knowledge and personal yeah. knowledge it's all about like knowing what you tolerate well and so he made an, a mix of indica and hemp um, hemptica. bitch okay and so yeah so he doesn't have those experiences anymore with weed and for me like too much weed typically means something like oh it's making me feel maybe down or just too lazy and not productive so like just the right amount of weed for me makes should make me feel uplifted and positive, and that for me just kind of lends itself to being more productive and stuff. Yep. Um, but when I sit down for like really big long smoke sessions, which I often do for like videos and stuff, or mm-hmm. in this podcast, I will get so stoned that like I have to like now sit and zone out for like a long time, and that to me is too stoned. I don't like that feeling. Yeah. Um, cause you just feel like, uh, I wish I could be doing this, but I just feel so out of it right now. But it's never like, um, like a paranoia, crazy feeling like when you smoke too much weed. Yeah. No, I mean like for me, it's just an overwhelming feeling. Like, yeah. um, you know, I mean, this is going to sound terrible, but one, like the last time I felt that way was once again, I took edibles and we were actually out of town and mm-hmm. this has happened to me twice lately where in the middle of the night I wake up having that feeling when I'm sleeping because I took something before I went to bed. And um, I've likened it to twice now the feeling of that the room that I am in does not have enough oxygen for me to breathe. I mean, like that's it literally feels like something's wrong with the air and I can't get enough of it into my lungs. So... um. But what I found that works is like when I feel that way, I get up and I go to, I either go outside Mm -hmm. and and, and into the cold air 
And then it instantly kind of shocks me out of it. Or I splash cold water in my face because that's what my wife told me to do. And that works instantly. Yes. So, um, yeah, it just kind of brings me right out of it. And then it's I'm a like, biological okay. thing that our bodies respond to when you spl- when we have cold water splashed onto our face. And it uh, slows down our blood rate or yeah. pressure or whatever. It works instantly. And helps us, like, catch our breath. Yeah. <clears throat> so I've been doing that and it worked great. And then like once I'm out of it, then I'm completely fine. But I don't know for whatever reason in my, when I'm asleep in my subconscious mind, like has having a super crisis, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, it's so much so that it has to like wake me up. And I feel like it's my, it's trying to wake me up in these, you're dying kind of ways, you know? I mean, to try to like wake up, you know? And um, so that those little things have helped me cope with it. So, but that's it. I mean, like I've learned what causes that, and I am never doing it. You know, so I'm good. Smoking flour is the is the way I like it, and that's what I'm gonna do. Um, yeah, and also I will say, since my, I really my tolerance is. because I'm not. I don't know. I guess maybe I'll get it back now that kids are in school. Yeah. But um, weed is really affecting me, you know? Is it like in like you, you like now lately you've been saying I'm high, right? Yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah. And um, when that, when your tolerance kind of changes and you're still used to your old ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can, I just feel like I set myself up for feeling like, whoa, I'm too stoned. Yeah. And I, like overestimating also what my abilities are. Okay, so that's it for too much weed. Number two, have you guys ever fought or had any kind of disagreement over weed? No. no never. Never. So, no. Not even like... He broke we're spending my, one too, of my bowls Yeah, or we're, we're spending too much money on weed. I mean, like, that's none of that's ever happened. No, but, I mean, that's a thing, and couples disagree. About, and I can see that. I mean, like, especially when you're living in a legal state and... That's tough, though. It's tough. You yeah. need partners. Partners. You got to be partners. You just got to, like, figure it out. I mean, like, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, that's a medicine that you can't get a prescription for at all, you know? We have a podcast episode about um, talking to your partner, I think, about uh, weed for the first time. Oh, yeah? Talking to people. I know we, talk, oh, we yeah. talked about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. We have. Um, I made a video about it. You did. So, yeah, we don't have any issues there, and I guess that's it, really, honey. So I guess we're lucky in that, but yeah. Yeah. That's it for to that listener letter. Thanks for writing in. Once again, send your questions to momanddaughterstoned at gmail.com. It can be about anything, um, anything at all. Anything. All right. All right, bye. Okay, hey. What? What's going on in Stoner Mom's Grow? <laughs> Hi, Stoner Mom. Hi. What's going on in your grow? Well, it's week three of uh-huh. veg in yeah. the grow. Yeah, it is. And you transplanted, transported, mm-hmm. transpotted. Transplanted. Transplanted them into the five-gallon smart pods. I sure pots. did. Yep. And they and did so well. They're beautiful and they're getting so big and bushy. It's crazy. For little babies. They are. Well, they're not babies anymore. What are so they now? Right now they're adolescents. They're adolescents. So they're um like I now's the time where 
when we the more we cut off of the plant, the yeah. more it'll grow and divide and make doubles and triples and quadruples. You know, what even I mean? for this that super lemon haze that is smaller than the others. Yeah, well, see, so that's the deal. So that one super lemon haze that's smaller than others. Now our goal is to make all the plants the same size. So we're basing it off the smallest plant. Okay. Okay. So the other three plants, we're going to go in and lob off the tops of them cutting them in strategic places to make to ensure that they grow they divide and grow um to make them the same size as super lemon haze the small super lemon haze and then they'll that's our canopy and then um once the canopy grows up don't we want to give the super lemon haze a little bit longer we, or that's is it not going to get bigger that's why we're cutting all the other plants down so it can give it time to grow up okay i mean it's not going to catch up to its sisters right now it's just not so uh-huh. And that's okay. Look, we it's okay. You know? So, um... Look how beautiful it's It's going to shoot up because it's, it's a sativa. I know, it's gorgeous. So anyway, the, um, I'm very impressed with your grow. I think it's doing super, super duper good. I fed them today. You did. I you mixed, mixed nutrients. nutrients. You did. And I fed them. You did such a good job. With a hose. Yep. A sprayer attached to a hose mm-hmm. stuck in a huge bucket of nutrients. Yeah, you did. And, and you it did felt such so a... nice, and it was soothing, and I really gave them lots to drink and eat. You did. Did you feel like they were taking it? Like, thanks. Oh, this is so delicious. I did. Well, you're... when will they look different? If I went down there right now, could I see a difference? In yeah, that one that was droopy. Yep, it would be. I guarantee you, Girl Scout cookies. It'll be all poofed out and like. Oh. Feel better, mom. I feel much better now. So it's interesting <laughs> because in our other tent, we have a four by four tent. I've got. Um, a Chewbacca, I don't know. I've got four cannabis plants and two hemp plants in there. And, um, you know, for the longest time, those plants look like they were just like, I can't recover. Cause when I transplanted them, they just had such transplant shock mm. and I put it under my big light. I have like the Phytomex 2 800 and I just feel like it's a lot of light for, for plants to take. And if you survive that, then you're the biggest, strongest plants. And if you don't, you're just not, you know? Okay. They all survived. And now they're like, oh, oh my god! Now they're like, we want more. We got to feed us more. So they're like blowing up. So these two grows that we're doing right now, we're going to do these the right way. We're not going to cut any corners and we're going to have a crazy harvest. Okay? okay. And it's going to be, you're going to smoke the weed that you grew yourself. We have to be gentle with that hemp. I know. Do I'm you glad remember? you said that. Yeah. I've mixed separate nutrients specifically for the hemp. Um, Cause it, it was so burned last time. I know. And that you're so right, man, you nailed it on the head. So for the hemp plants, we're giving them a straight up different um, nutrient regimen. We're going to do the Botanicare stuff for them because it's not, Botanicare is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, but it's easier to dial back a little bit and be like, hey, here's half of what you really need. Okay. Right. Because we're trying to train these hemp plants to take nutrients like our cannabis plants can. And, you know, hemp has been an outdoor wild plant that has its roots seeking way far out for like nutrients and stuff in soil. Right. But when it, so it's used to scavenging mm-hmm. when now we're like here for, we're going to force feed you all this, anything you need plus more. It just like, it can't take it. It's like, it's too much food. Ugh. <laughs> God, really? <laughs> 
It doesn't want that kind of pampered, it, spoiled life. No, it wants to like beat up its neighbors and say, <laughs> steal their food. Like, hey, tomato plants, gotcha. <laughs> now I got all your nutrients, bitch. Oh, man. So do you see like when then suddenly you're like, here's a here's a Big Mac, eat this. And it's like, yuck. No. <laughs> so anyway, that's it. That's what's going on in Stoner Mom's Groove. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. Shout it out, bitches. Shout it out. Listen. Shout it out. Yeah. The easiest way to help the show is to leave us a rating and a review in iTunes. I didn't copy and paste one because all the ones are from the giveaways. Should I be reading those? I feel like it's rude to read those because they didn't win the prize. Uh, it's okay. So then I shouldn't. But then they share. deserve some accolades regardless. Uh, I'd they say do? Read yeah, I say, re I say read them. Should I read one? Let's hear them. All right. Here's a review. Love it. K-Slay, we know who you are. We love you. I wanted to update my review and say that I love every single thing y'all do. I work from my car, and I almost always have y'all on while I drive. Keep up the amazing work, Blavin and Catherine. I love you. Thank you so much. Man, it's so wonderful to hear. Word. You don't work from your car anymore, though, because you're at home now. Congratulations. And congratulations. And but I understand working from your car. I get it, man. David's always in his car. Ugh, Podcasts and music. You gotta listen to it. You gotta just keep... Oh, it's hard. Anyway, so that's awesome. Case lay, slays all the case. Um. All right. Interested in supporting the show in small monthly amounts? Sponsor us on Patreon for as low as a dollar a month. At the $3 a month level, you'll have access to the pre-roll show, our exclusive podcast for members only. Let's shout out our patrons, Chad and Terry, Texas Mama Meg, Beth Ann and Jody the Alpha Slayer. Love okay. y'all. You're the best. Next, our weekly member shout out. Our membership site is awesome. We have a close-knit community of adult stoners who support the show as well as everything we do over on the stonermom.com. And they are great. Today we're shouting out new members, Anne and Angela. Welcome to the family. Thanks for being a member of House Van Eaton. Members have access to exclusive weekly podcasts, bi-weekly sesh videos and vlogs, and monthly live sessions with me and Blavid. Learn more at thestonermom.com and click on the membership. And that is it for our podcast, David. All right. So, so what are we going to do now? I got to make dinner. Yeah? What are you going to do? Well, I'm either going to play Grand Theft Auto. Oh, I think you should do that. Or I'm going to take a shower. I think you should do both. <laughs> and then I'm going to make dinner and we're going to eat dinner like civilized humans. Okay. And then we're going to be so happy that we ate dinner. And we're going to watch something cool. I think we're going to attempt to find some kind of movie to watch tonight. We're not sure yet, but we're going to figure it out. And uh, we just have had the best day ever, haven't we, babe? He loves his Sundays. I do. I love them. He's always in a nice, very pleasant mood on them. Very happy. <laughs> very, very happy. Okay, that's it, you guys. That's it. That's it for this episode. Mom and Dad are Stone is made by us, David and Catherine. Learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Follow the podcast on Twitter at mom, the letter N, dad, the letter R, stoned. Follow David on Twitter and the gram at coweedgrower. And follow me everywhere at the stoner mom. We'll be back again soon. Until then, remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every day. Bye.